Welcome to A Deeper Life with the Flowers. I'm Caleb. And I'm Ellie. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to find out more about what we're doing here with this podcast, you can look us up at our website at flowerscoaching.com or follow us on Instagram at our handle. Ellie, what is it? Uh, flowers.coaching. Ellie is the social media person out of the two of us, so I don't even really know how to log into my own Instagram. But, um, well, hey, one thing, first things first, thank you so much for being patient with us um, as we have had a pretty wild uh, to you, it probably only feels like two weeks, but to us, it's been like three or four weeks. Um, we had gotten ahead of ahead and co- recorded a bunch of episodes that we'd have ready to roll for when the baby came, um, and then play, went through all those. And then our kids got um, RSV, so we kind of had to separate as a family for a little bit, and then uh, came back together. But we had then we had Thanksgiving, so now we're back in studio and on track to record to give you some good content here to wrap up the year. So I appreciate you. Um, you know, hopefully you have been waiting by your phones for that <laughs> notification on, on late Tuesday mornings or early Tuesday mornings. So you could, you can listen to us talk about whatever it is we decided to talk about the day before. And if not, you can catch up on our old episodes if you haven't listened to those yet. Yes. Yeah. So, um, we just had Thanksgiving. I, I hope you had Thanksgiving. Ellie, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, my cousin had said this exact phrase, and I was like, that is so true. It was underwhelming and overstimulating. <laughs> yep, yep, that <laughs> makes that makes sense. Yeah, we had a pretty chill Thanksgiving. Um, we just kind of went to one place and hung out the whole time, uh, took naps there, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, had turkey, you know, classic, just a classic Thanksgiving meal, nothing special. I didn't get to cook this year because we have too many kids, so hopefully – Next year, I'll be able to be back into that. But um, so with it being the holiday season, we wanted to take a look about um, Ellie had this it really interesting. What was it? A, a Facebook or an Instagram po- comment quote? Whose quote was it? And that's remember? the thing now I can't re- I don't remember where so I heard this it. This is my quote. I made this up. Um, and so <laughs> a lot of times. Yeah, Caleb said this. So you hear this is the most wonderful time of the year. But really what it is, it's it's just the most time of the year. So wonderful or not, it's up in the air, but this is for sure the time of the year where you have the most things going on and you're trying to see as many people as you can and all of that. And for a lot of us, that can cause a lot of stress, anxiety, panic, um, and really interesting relationship dynamics. So today we want to take a look at like here's the holidays and here's how kind of our relationships Um, play into that. And so this isn't necessarily just something for um, family, although that's probably the main category. But I think like if you're a college student or you are someone who does not live in your hometown and you're going to like travel home for a couple, like a week for Christmas and New Year's, like I do think the content of this episode will be like beneficial because it's just how do you manage not only your relationships with your family, but maybe it's like random people from high school or random friends you've had from a different time who are like, I want to see you, but you're like, oh my gosh, I have, I have the most things going on. Like there's so much going on right now. I don't know how to make all that happen. So, um, today we're going to look at kind of three things when it comes to relationships with, um, holidays. And that is, we're going to talk about boundaries. Um, we're going to talk about, I just went over them and now I expectations. expectations and then we're going to talk about giving grace. So Ellie, do you want to talk a little bit about the topic in general before we get more into this? The topic in general? Yeah. Just what are your kind of thoughts when you think about holidays and it being like the most time of the year and all that kind of stuff? 
Yeah. So, I mean, along with, and again, I cannot remember where I heard this, but it was just talking. I, ju- I just said it. That <laughs> yeah. Was, I, oh, that, that was right. Yeah, yeah. Caleb came up with yeah. this. Um, but yeah, it's like you're just feeling the emphasis of whatever is happening in your life or over the past year. So if you lost someone that year, that you are feeling that extra during the holidays. If you are having a really joyful time, you just had a new baby like us, like you're feeling the, the joy extra during this time of year. This time of year just emphasizes your experiences, your feelings, your stresses. Um, and so, yeah, we're just talking about then how does that relate to relationships? How can we do holidays well? Um, and yeah, so just diving into those four different, or sorry, three different, three different areas. Topics. Yeah. So, I have a, a side question. What is your enneagram number? Four. Okay. Now, is that the one? I we talked about this a little bit on Thanksgiving, but is that the one that kind of like romanticizes the past for for holidays? Yes. So you you tend to look at like um, past Christmases, Thanksgivings, whatever, and think, oh. This was so much better it back was then. Magical and perfect, and it can never be replicated now. So that so do you even try to make things happen oh, yeah. now? Oh yeah, yeah. And how does that go? That's that's why I put expectations in there. And that's the second one is because for my enneagram number, just my personality, however you want to say it, I have to set my expectations um, because. I don't want to be disappointed. And I feel like I've gotten better at, at that as I've gotten older. And you're going to hear a baby every once in a while. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. We haven't figured exactly how to separate He's Ellie only and Killian from each old, other. So. Yeah, I'm an Enneagram 6. I don't know if, if what I'm about to say has anything to do with uh, my Enneagram number. But uh, traditions, I guess I'll make it, I'll, I'll bring it all together so it will. So don't worry. This won't be <laughs> just dead airspace. Um, so traditions are a big thing in my family, or at least they were like growing up. Like we were the classic you know, we got, got open one present on Christmas Eve. Well, two presents technically. It was always pajamas and then like a book. And we just did that every year. Um, and so I think as far as our like family holidays go, there are kind of traditions that are – and expectations that are kind of like unspoken and not spoken that like we meet. And um, I just think there's probably been times where like there's negative energy about something because – either my parents or me or one of my siblings has just not met the expectation that's been not clarified. And so since I am an Enneagram six, here it comes for those of you who wanted to see how it was going to come full circle. Um, I have fear about that because I'm like, Oh, I really don't want to disappoint people. I worry about it. I stress about it, but it's easier if I just bring it up. So, so we'll get into this. We'll start off with boundaries. I was going to say, are we going out of order and yeah. starting with <laughs> expectations? Cause uh, I feel like we've already done yeah. half of It's that. okay. It's okay. Okay. People love the banter, Ellie. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, starting off with boundaries, when you think of boundaries for holidays, what comes to mind? Um, I think, well, I think everyone knows that like holidays are really stressful and especially as you make your own family and honestly that's just even if you're just out of your parents house um you get to decide how you want to spend your time and how much you want to drive and what you want to commit to and how to like protect your your holidays like protect your family time protect your mental health so just talking about what is like boundaries look like in the holidays to give you 
the best experience and yeah to pr- protect that core family that you have established whatever that looks like yeah yeah i think um i was talking to a friend of mine before we recorded this about he asked what we we're going to talk about today and i told him and he was like man i feel like so it's so hard for people just to grasp a general idea of what are boundaries and then what's a good boundary and like a what can be like a negative boundary because sometimes it's like like I'll do this sometimes when we're um this is just a window into our marriage but when we're having an argument I'll be like I need a break I need to like lay this boundary down of like needing a a timeout or whatever and the the main reason I do this because I just like at least better at arguing than I am. Um, <laughs> and so I'm trying to get like out of the situation. But Ellie's very much like, nope, I want to like do this and figure this out now. And so it's like, I think determining whether or not when you are setting a boundary, which like there are times when it is the healthiest and right thing for us to take a break. But then there are times where I'm just saying that because I'm looking for an out. I'm not looking for like health. And so I think figuring out with your boundaries, what is, what are you doing? Are you looking for an out or are you like looking to have like a healthy relationship? Like I think a very common boundary you hear about this is, um, uh, you know, don't talk about politics at, at Thanksgiving. Like that's a, that's a boundary, um, or the end, you know, that's something where it's like, you can get along and be a family without having to do that. Now, one thing my family tried um, a few years ago was my mom got this, like, bell that we were supposed to ring (laughs) if we were, like, bringing up something that was, you know, a hot button issue. I'm sure this was 2020. Yes. Yes. So basically (laughs) everything was. And and so what ended up happening, though, was it would be like when my little sister Rebecca would talk, I would just hit the bell and be like, well, I don't want to listen to you talk. And then it's like, well, Caleb, you're not doing a good job of, you know being about the boundary or are playing by all the rules that everybody else is. And so that, and then everyone else started doing it. It wasn't just me, but, um, it became a joke. Yeah. It, it became, it became a joke very quick. As yeah. you can imagine about how ring, having a bell at the middle of your table would be like, you're on, you know, the price is right or jeopardy. So, um, but lo- love you, mom, love you, Rebecca. I, you know, always <laughs> only make fun of you in, in good fun. So, um, but yeah, I think those are, that's an example of kind of creating a boundary and then figuring out how to set it. Um, another one I would say is like what, well, I guess this is probably more an expectation. So do you want to move over to expectations? No. Or do you want, okay. We'll talk. Why do you talk more about boundaries then? <laughs> okay. Since. I was going to say that with boundaries, I heard uh, this, I am the worst at this and I will try and get better. It was also I me. I heard somewhere <laughs> that boundaries are not you setting a boundary to someone else. Like telling someone like you need to not talk about politics or you need to whatever it, it may be boundaries are you setting a boundary for yourself so you're not asking anyone else to do anything so for example mm. if someone is talking about politics like you can't make someone else not speak but you can decide what you are going to do in that situation so thinking about even just like your time during the holidays talk with your spouse talk with whoever it is that you're like wanting to set this you know month up with and you guys decide together okay if we're being invited to three different Christmases what are we choosing to do we're not asking other people not to put us in that position we're deciding what our boundary is um 
Because it again, you can't control other people, but you can control yourself. So I've that has totally shifted my brain when it comes to boundaries of like, I am not asking anyone else to do anything. I am, you know, holding myself accountable for what my boundaries are for things. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. That yeah, you you can't control everybody. I think that's another thing about the holidays that why boundaries are so important because so often um, it, it is really just about control and not about like, you know, what's actually going on. So, okay. So uh, you going to move on now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next one, which was expectations. Um, this one is, is just, you know, like you talk about getting invited somewhere and stuff or, or whatever. Um, I think that it's just so important to make sure that you're, and I don't do this well, so I know my family's going to listen to this and they're like, well, you think that's so important, Caleb, and you don't do this very well. But, um, I think it's, it is just important to say like, Hey, thank you for your invitation to Thanksgiving. Um, we, it's not going to work for us this year, you know, but we'd love to, you know, see it later or whatever. Um, and then you kind of know, like, you know, what's happening before Instead of it being like, hey, I'm having um, Thanksgiving dinner at my house. I'd love for you to come. And you kind of just like, you're like, oh, okay. And then you just never get back to that person. And then there's like this tension all of a sudden because you're not communicating about the invitation. But if you can set the expectation up front, like, hey, um, this other person is doing this thing that I might go to, then that is, you know, more figured out and clarified as far as just like the attending events. I think it's got to be like, uh, you got to figure out how to, from this is me speaking as an Enneagram six who doesn't like letting people down and experiences a lot of fear of around, um, people pleasing is you have to hit this point of going like, I'm okay with just telling you, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. And that that's okay. Like, it's not the end of the world. If I miss Thanksgiving dinner, if you know, I am communicating that before. Mm-hmm. And then I think the other thing about expectations um, is big on, you know, like, yeah, sure, the the planning and all that's important. But then even when it comes to gift giving or um, doing events and how those are going to go, you know, like right now my expectation with anything I do with my kids is there are going to be moments of it that are going to be absolutely wonderful and core memories. And there are going to be moments of it that are going to be that I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to go, I don't know why I did this. I should have just stayed home and locked everybody in the basement. Yeah. Um, we don't do that. But, <laughs> but like, it's like, it's just true. When we you have, have a nice basement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. So I think that those two things are, are key when it comes to it is for when it comes to doing things with little kids is that there's going to be great parts, but there's also going to be parts that are going to be absolute chaos. Yeah. Just like with any relationships, but yeah, you can like think through where you're at with your life right now. So yeah, for us, it is like we have four-year-old, two-year-old, one-year-old, newborn. And so setting our expectations that, again, Caleb and I are similar in the way that like I romanticize things and I want things to be like perfect and special. And Caleb likes to go all out for things. So, like, he does not do anything halfway, whether it's, you know, if we're going to watch a movie or whatever, he wants to go get gingerbread cookies. Like, he doesn't just do the thing. He, like, wants to do it all the way. Mm -hmm. 
And so it is hard for us, I think specifically, and maybe it's just also the holidays, what you see in movies and commercials is just like this picture perfect like moments. But yeah, just having the expectation that like my kids are kids, like they're gonna have a sugar crash or we're gonna stay up too late or they miss their nap or they're just gonna start nudging their brother and then starting to fight. And we just have to set the expectation that we're doing the thing that we have planned and it's gonna go good and bad. Most likely. Yeah. Yep. Good and bad. There's, there's always positives to that. Um, I guess talking – I this is an interesting one is talking about expectations for gift giving hmm. um, because, man, there's probably – like I know there are people where it's like getting a good gift can make your whole Christmas, but getting a bad gift will like tank everything. <laughs> And so, I mean, I don't know if I, there's probably plenty of people whose marriages are like this, but Is I... your love language gifts? No. 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 So who are you, like, what are you thinking of? Because I'm not that way. Yeah, I just, yeah. But I know there are people. Like, okay. So this is how it works for Ellie and I. And this may, you might hear this and be like, man, Caleb's a terrible husband. I have tried hard to buy Ellie gifts that I think that she will like and love and appreciate. And she's like, all, what I'm trying to, what? you know, I mean, they're all not coming to mind right now. <laughs> um, Come on. Well, there. So we both love Harry Potter. Um, and one time I, I literally bought her a mug. I got a Marshall's like a glass beer mug that had which she doesn't drink beer or anything else. But it had like the Gryffindor like <laughs> logo on it. Don't even yeah, this. and I I bought it, and I was like, I bought her like that, and then like a hair straightener, and I was like, I crushed it this year at Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then it or at Christmas, and this was I think before we even had kids. The hair straightener was good, but I had told you that's what I wanted. Right, right. So eventually we got to the point where I was like, okay, I can try to surprise you, or you can just tell me what you want and get it, or even get it for. Um, but yourself. you like being surprised because I try and get you to tell me what you want, and you're like, "Oh, I don't know." I, don't I need well, anything. I yeah, I know. I'm because you rather the worst. just have. I am the worst. A yeah, surprise. I'd rather just have a surprise and either like it or not. <laughs> and and so my family, when we grew up, we would always go to my grandparents' house. And I don't know if you guys had grandparents like this, but it was like we couldn't even like rip open the paper; we had to like unfold it and stuff. And what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is going deep into the flowers, the flowers trauma here. But yeah, so we'd go to my grandma's house and we couldn't rip it open. We had to like, like neatly take off the tape and unwrap like a present. And it was a whole thing. We should make our kids do that. Well, this is why. <laughs> no, we should, like if you go to if you go to my mom's house now for Christmas morning, not that any of you would. Um, but she's like, yeah, just rip it open. I don't know why I just made her sound like a sailor, but she's like, yeah, just rip it open and, and, you know, throw it around or whatever. Um, but that wasn't what it was like when we went to grandma's house when we were growing up and, um, man, we could really get into the Christmas stuff here. Cause there's also the year that I didn't get a Christmas present. But, um, the other thing that we would do is it was always like, Hey, you, no matter what you get, be overly the top excited about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would, and, and you know, funny thinking. Like your parents told yes, you. Yes, yes, they were yeah. like, yeah. And it was it was specifically just with like the grandparents or whatever. And, and you know, we got like really crappy stuff. Like one time Rebecca got like an apron and my dad got 12 jars of applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> that might have been the year I didn't get anything. But, um, and so, so yeah, it was, there was kind of this, like for me, there's this idea of, 
I'm if I get something I even I don't want it, I'm gonna be excited. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I I this year I sent one gift to somebody. Uh, my brother-in-law was like, I want you to get me this specific thing. Um, and that was it. Everything else I want to be surprised about. But I think, you know, that's just interesting to know about. But you're not easygoing in the way that, like, you won't just be actually happy with whatever you get. You are, you do, you are well, I'm opinionated. Not, I'm not happy with anything that actually just happens. So I have to find a, <laughs> so that's uh, how anything turns out. Yeah. So. <laughs> so he makes it really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of you want to try to just get me a great gift that you think I'll love, um, I can send you my DM us and I'll give you the address and we can expect it in the mail. Why don't you just tell me what you want? Well, because it's like because you wouldn't want the thing I asked him for was something I was like, Ellie's going to roll her eyes if I tell her I want this. What is it? It's this sick crew neck hoodie or not. Sorry. It's a sick crew neck that has Stetson Bennett, the Georgia quarterback on it making a phone call after it's a whole football thing and you would just be like Caleb we have too much Georgia stuff I can picture that conversation happening but I was like you know what Adrian will order this for me right now that's funny so um but anyway that was a lot about presents about me getting presents (laughs) so (laughs) let's then jump into the kind of grace part about this um I think that grace is probably maybe one of the main takeaways you should have from the holiday season in general is just thinking that like wherever you are in your life, you get to, um, you know, experience good and bad and hard times with your family. And that is like grace from God. And so I think it's really important for you to be able to show grace to other people um, when they are crossing your boundaries or do not meet your expectations. Because let's be honest we can make it, if it happens to you, you can make it into like a huge deal, but really it's not the end of the world that so-and-so was late to Christmas Eve dinner, right? Yeah. You want to say anything about that? About grace? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had said at the beginning, like when talking about boundaries, I was like, you know, how to set boundaries so you can have the holiday that you want. But ultimately, if we just remember the the reason for the season nice <laughs> yeah, i've had to if we just remember like it's actually not like the holidays isn't about us right like it is supposed to be a reflection period of jesus and him coming into the world and how he came into the world and that story and that i mean so ultimately our grace stems from that right is jesus and why we are celebrating and what that means and then from there it's just it just flows out so much easier to our relationships remembering that like someone doesn't meet our expectations if someone crosses our boundaries if we feel overwhelmed by all the things we're supposed to do or how much money we're spending like just checking in again of like what is this supposed to be about um I mean again yeah it's like grace just comes more naturally that way yeah yeah, like it, you know, like the events, the food, the whatever is all fun and exciting. But if you're doing it without like grace and forgiveness, it's just like can just turn holidays into a crappy time, you know. And Pastor Caleb, what are some ways that we can think about Jesus and keep him at the focus? We'll go to church. <laughs> um, that's a, no, that's, just kidding. You don't have to go to church on Christmas. Funny it's okay. We haven't gone to church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the main thing I think that I like to do, 
is, and I do this for like a couple of the different holidays, but just fig, like religious holidays is figure out how to work it in, how to work the Christmas story and what is important in with like your kids. And to be honest, at this point in the game, I have told my kids, I've said this phrase to my kids way more times than the other one where I've been like, boys, Santa's coming pick up your stuff, you know? <laughs> we will call Santa. We have threatened to call Santa so yeah, many times. Literally, and, and, you not know, even December. And it's not even fair because they're just like, okay. And then they just do whatever I say. I, I'm trying to figure out how to make Santa be a thing year round. Um, but I've, I've not talked to them once about uh, Jesus coming to earth and, you know, being there for us. And I probably should be. But I think the important thing is as you get closer to the season, you know, to kind of like remember that part of it and bring it up around the dinner table, put it into bed, um, whatever that is. We've never been Advent people. I want to. I think that would be fun. Yeah, but I think our kids would make it all about the chocolate. Um, Maybe we should start with Advent and uh, just you and me being more intentional and then next year. Next year, get to Trying to figure out how yeah. to do the kid thing better. Well, I'm, I don't even know. This is going to be embarrassing. Is it from Thanksgiving to Christmas or is it from December 1st? Like, what is technically... I thought it was the 1st to the 24th. Like, every advent calendar I've seen is, like, it's 24. 24. Okay. So we have time. It is the 28th of... So we have till Thursday to, to figure it out. Yes. Okay. Also, I we made fun of the church thing, but I do love good... Oh, good Christmas Eve service is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And, you know, candles and all that. And I do think that, like... um. I, I, there's something about being in a dark room with a bunch of candles that is inspiring to, you know, specifically, I think if you're trying to like look for hope mm-hmm. and I love, I mean, I could do a whole podcast about this. It probably would be one when Ellie wouldn't be that interested, but I love looking at kind of the Greco Roman world and how truly bad it was for Mary and Joseph and all the Israelites and what was going on at the time and Jesus coming into that. Like, I think the, I, you know, it is just, it's an amazing story. But then when you actually are looking at um, the world around the text, it is just like, man, there were some dark things happening. Like one of the things that happened two years after that is the, you know, murder of all the, the boys two and under, um, which would be like a third of our kids. Uh or three-fourths of our kids. So the the idea that, like, that is the type of world that Jesus was born into, I think is a lot of times, like, lost when you hear Silent Night. Mm. But it really was just, like, a brutally tragic, dark world. Yeah. But, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, all right, yeah. All right, any, any final thoughts there about Grace? No. Okay, any final thoughts? overall about the holidays and all that well we have no idea what we're doing for the next few weeks over our podcast so let me say this if you have any suggestions we'd love to hear them what you want us to talk about whether it's about the holidays extending into anything we said fleshing something out more um Ooh, i'll do you i'll do you one better uh ellie since i'll just tell you what to do uh we're gonna have a mailbag if you know what a mailbag is, 
you will be familiar with this, but basically what we'll do is on our social media platform at flatirons.coach. Or, <laughs> yikes. Got a cuss word right there. Got to put a <laughs> gotta put a dollar in the cuss jar at uh, flowerscoaching.com or at flowerscoaching, our Instagram page. Um, I'm not editing that out either. I'm, I'm keeping that one in there. At, uh, well, it's funny because most of the people that listen to this have no idea. I know. I know. That, it's funny. But like 10 people will roll on the ground laughing. Um, at... Our Instagram will put out a little, you know, mailbag bubble thing and you can write in if you want to hear something specific or whatever for the next, you know, couple weeks and we'll see. If no one does it, I'll come up with something to talk about, but uh, we'll try that out for this next week. So look for that in the next day or so after you hear this. So tell me again what you're doing. So like, you know how you can do a mailbag like you, so you just, you just do like a write us a question text bubble on our, like a story and people can just be like. Tell me more about okay. Caleb's Christmas presents and why he doesn't like them. You know why he has trouble. Let's hear. Let's hear the story about Caleb not getting a Christmas present. Um, <laughs> so yeah, our most our most not viewed listened to podcast was our birth story one. So you guys love a good story. Let us know what you want to hear about. Yeah, cool. Well. I think that is going to be it today for A Deeper Life with the Flowers. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate um, you tracking if you listen to it this long with our scattered thoughts and baby noises and all of the things that have gone along with this. Um, I hope that you really did have a happy Thanksgiving, and I look forward to talking with you next time. 